Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with Mike. Uh, Keegan is not with us this week. Again, he's, uh, you know, family stuff uh, getting in the way, but we miss him already. Um, but we've got a little bit of news to talk about. We're going to talk about packs, uh, an invader update, and a bunch of battle reports, and some talks about like our thoughts on the new RG almost two weeks post release. Yeah. So, Mike, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Um, I think this is little two man rotation is going to be more of a thing as we go into the holiday season here. Uh, three hour time difference and family commitments can be very difficult to get around. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. No, I'm doing pretty well. I uh, I'm excited to continue to keep playing. Managed to actually get some games in in the last two weeks, so, uh, yeah. so I can keep that momentum going. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten in too many games since the RG. I think actually only like one, but it was a uh, two technically, but one of them was an invader game. We'll talk about that, of course. I wish I had an invader game to talk about, oh, but you but don't. Southeastern Pennsylvania has terrible power lines, and I fell victim to that. Yes, that, yes, so I heard. <laughs> But uh, you want to start with the like, news oh. today? Yeah, absolutely. That's usually yeah. where we start. So There is do... a little bit of news, and it's some... Go ahead. Yeah, as I say, we actually have real news here, and it's confirmed via AMG's Facebook mm-hmm. post, so hopefully it's legit. Um, but we have release dates. It looks like we're going to get the Super Tax yes. and the Wookiee Fluttercraft on November 26th, which is Black Friday. Fitting. Yes, it Maybe is. Maybe they'll put them on sale for us since we had to wait. Yeah, that makes sense. and then we're gonna get the nr99 snail tank isp magna guards and spider droids just about a week later on december 3rd so that yeah it is wonderful i might have i might have the wrong date on the on the notes here it is the the following friday whatever damn it nick yeah i'm the i think it's the third because pax is the 11th our tournament is the 11th so it is yeah but you know, about a week later, we're getting all the other, almost all the other things. Noticeably, Yoda and Wookies were not listed on that Facebook post. Um, and AMG uh, updated us in the comments saying that they don't have, they don't know when they're coming. Basically, they don't have an update on them. So you know, as soon as they can, they will update us. My guess is is that uh, I don't know. Uh, I've heard a lot of things. <laughs> um, they're all bad. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard a lot of speculation, um, including like the shipping container is at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. So hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, they a whole bunch of shipping containers like have fallen off of boats recently because the boats have been so overcrowded. It's not a thing that's unheard of. Years ago in X-Wing, there was a shipping container that felt that they, they had like confirmed that like it had fallen off in the ocean. This was like years ago. And so there was like a year where they couldn't like we didn't have some ships. Um, it's totally it, it's like it totally wouldn't surprise me. It is what it is. I hope that's not true. I'm kind of wondering if maybe they just got lost somewhere and they just haven't gotten unloaded yet. Um, yeah, that's speaking, my hope. Speaking from experience, because a good portion of my job is shipping things in through customs. Um, <laughs> they, they can sit there for a while and then. When you go to inquire on it, it turns out that your shipment and your box that, you know, you think is in portal A is actually like way down in portal Z and they have no idea where it is. And eventually they'll get to it. But yeah, that can take months. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully that's it. But um, 
so on a more positive note, um, yeah. we do have PAX Unplugged coming up. That's about yeah. a month away and almost Ooh. exactly a month from the time that this drops. Yep. I see your printers running in the background here of our uh, our webcam, so I'm assuming that's <laughs> probably terrain for that. Uh, most of it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's two of them now. There are two. There are two of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Update on my printer situation. If you were following along, um, uh, I got my new one assembled and uh, it is working and I got the old one fixed. So thanks to my buddy Lou for fixing that in like an hour after looking at it. So uh, we're now we're now back to two. Um, did you get the same one for the new right? one or did you get something different? No, I got a much nicer one for the new one, like a one that has that comes with like tech support. Oh, nice. <laughs> So, so it's not just Nick sitting in his just, basement. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so working on another table, one more. I'll probably get one more done before PAX. Um, but I've gotten, you know, some commitments from other people if I need extra tables because we're like, you know, the TTO link has a, a cap of 32, but I don't think we're going to really worry about that too much. I think that, you know, if I have 40 people there, it'll be great. Um, yeah, I can always bring three tables myself. Yeah. But um, I, I we're going to update on the price support a little bit because like we're basically like we're ready. We have everything either in hand or it's on the way. Um, so we have we mentioned last cast the AMG official price support. They're sending us a bunch of expansions, which is exciting. I'm not sure how those are going to be divvied out, but, you know, um, six up is sending us eight force flasks, eight top eight. Are getting force flasks if you haven't so I seen need, them yet so i need to bring a real list is what you you're saying bring, you need to bring a real list okay um, okay no more of this jank. eight force <laughs> flasks it was like oh originally it was going to be top two but now it's like no top eight top eight are getting force flasks you heard it here first probably maybe. do you know which force flasks they are all of the ones they have did you two get like of two each. of each yeah we're getting two of each i have two of them i have two of them right now i have the uh how about you have two and i have none <sighs> I have three because I have my own. <laughs> um, I got so I got the first delivery from Keegan and Drake um, like earlier, uh, earlier this week um, or last week. And uh, so we have. We basically had decided on there's one that has not I don't think it's actually been spoiled yet, so I'll I'll make sure I'll make sure to talk to Keegan before I spoil it. But we have one that is not currently listed um on their website yet <laughs> oh it is okay the purple thunder i'm looking i'm making yeah, sure mace, i'm not gonna get in uh, trouble yeah mace windu one has dropped. It's, yeah it's dope i have that one and then we have the uh the obi-wan one the wise mentor and then we're we're just doubling down so i'm gonna be getting two dark lords two double fisting apprentices and then one more of each of the wise mentor and the purple thunder um so top eight's gonna be getting that everybody's gonna be getting a, a cool purple silhouette because Pax banner is purple. So I was like, oh, purple would be cool. Or we're just Mace Windu themed this year. Who knows? Um, yeah, let's just do that. We'll all shave our heads and show up in robes. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, we did some sweet alt art cards for ACO, and we are doing that again. Um, everybody will be getting a Yoda and a Kraken card. Um, my but sister Nick, in law. Yeah. Are those units even going to be legal? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, LVO announced the other day that units that are released in North America are going to be legal, which means that basically Yoda is already released in Canada. So Yoda is going to be legal for LVO. 
Um, so we're just going to do the same thing here since all this stuff is supposed, most of this stuff is supposed to drop before a lot of people already have their hands on it. So basically anything, anything released in North America will be legal at PAX Unplugged. Um, so I would, and there's no painting requirement at all. So feel free to spend, you know, to pick up your stuff at your, your local store that week and just assemble it. Don't worry about getting it painted ahead of time. What is the, uh. Is there any proxy rule, like if we do a 3D print and print out the card models, if they're not available in the country we're coming from, or is that still kind of up in the air? I haven't decided on that yet. Um, I'll update as soon as I know, and I'll update the Discord and the Facebook event and everything like that. I'm leaning toward like, I don't, I know that like, you know, I know locally there's at least a few people that already have Yodas and Burst of Speed looking at. I have a Burst of Speed, but I don't Yeah, I heard, I heard. (laughs) You don't need a Yoda, right? Yeah, I don't play golf. Yoda's Yoda's bad. You don't want Yoda. <laughs> um, I actually don't have a Yoda. I just have Versus Speed for the record. Yeah, so I I have a feeling that we're gonna I'm gonna allow some form of proxies. Um, I'm probably gonna have to lay that out a little bit in the doc because it'll have to be very clear. Like, if you want to proxy Yoda, like I'm not gonna require you to have like a 3D print or something, but like you would have to use like an Obi Wan or an Anakin or something like that like make it clear what it is. Um, I'm trying to figure out an easy way to do that because I want people to have fun. And I want there to be a level like an an even playing field. And that's going to be really that like, that's going to be really tough to do without allowing people to proxy. But I also don't want like people to feel like they have to like import a Yoda and pay $50 Like at this point. Like it's probably going to get really expensive soon because like I know a lot of people like you know, as soon as they saw that Facebook post about like, oh, these models are coming out, but we don't know when Yoda's coming out. And I'm 100 percent sure that like dozens of people immediately went on to the online stores that are shipping from overseas or Canada and ordered as quick as they could, because there's eventually they're going to sell out of those in those countries, in those territories. And, you know, like you're we're going to be at the whim of like, when are they going to release? I hope they're out sometime in December. Like it's still possible. Um for what it's worth, like when the AM or Asmodee releases the order sheets for like the following month at like the end of the at the end of the month or the beginning of the month before. So like in October, at the beginning of the month, these units. These units were not these units were not uh, were not on that order sheet initially, but they were just added to it, which is which is great that they were so hopefully we get an update soon and they find those Yodas and those Wookiees and everybody can get them. Um, but I have, a, I, I, we're probably going to be allowing proxies of some, of some, some sort. Um, sure. I just haven't, I just haven't figured out how we're going to, how we're going to like exactly do that. I might make sure that there's like a, like a copy of the card so that people can print them out and just like slide them into sleeves with their other cards for command cards and stuff. But like I said, everybody's going to be getting an all art Yoda card. So you won't need a proxy for the Yoda card at least. <laughs> yeah. And you should already have the force powers except for maybe speed. So yeah, bur- burst of speed is a big one. Like I really want people to have fun and feel like they want to play. Like we had, everybody had so much fun at our tournament at showcase. We had 20 people come out and there was a lot of burst of speed. There was a lot of proxy units and it was a lot of fun. I would, I would wager 18 of the 20 people that showed up had a proxy unit. Yeah. Or a proxy card or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Um, but anyway, the rest of the prize support, um, the Kraken and Yoda card for everybody. Um, our friends over at Liberty squadron have a, uh, 
cut heat. I've gotten a bunch of cut acrylic recently. So uh, top 16 are going to be getting a set of a uh, special aim dodge and surge tokens, like a little like, you know, mm-hmm. probably two each. Um, okay. that'll be for top 16, um, ever participation is going to get two uh, deployment corners and they are Legion 99 themed. So you're going to get some Legion 99 swag out of this, obviously. Um, and then, I mean, we're still, I mean, we could have some surprises before then. So, uh, keep tuning in, keep paying attention. I'll post some pictures of the prize support on Facebook though, soon so that everybody knows. Yeah, I'll make getting, sure we put a link to that in the cast. Yeah. And uh, if you're interested, if you're coming to PAX and you're planning on spending the whole weekend there or a couple of days there, they did post the event schedule. Um, the Legion event is listed on Saturday, but it is not quite accurate. So don't pay attention to that and just pay attention to me. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to get them to, to update the... Uh, the listing but they have not responded to my emails as of today so but yeah that's that's enough of me rambling about packs today sure let's uh ramble about invader league for a couple minutes here yeah. um so we had a little local tournament last weekend and before i left i left my house in the dark because a power line had gone down and then unfortunately that stayed down for about 36 hours and i was unable to play my invader league game my opponent is Australian, and we both have nine to fives, so um, <laughs> that was going to be literally impossible to reschedule. Yeah. So I conceded my game, and uh, Nick actually got to play his round of sixty four game, though. I did. I think that just happened a couple of days ago. It just happened on Friday. Yeah. Um. So I got to play against Zagami. Uh, his name is Ben. He is also from Australia. Uh, however, with my schedule, it's not too hard for me to find a time to schedule with the overseas people for the most part. Um, so we played like, I think it was like six Eastern on Friday night, which was, you know, a fine time for me. And it wasn't too early for him. I think it was like nine in the morning for him or something like that. So um, worked out well. Um, everybody, I think I went over my list before, but it was Luke Wookiees, a five. Um, he was playing a CIS list. Um, it was composed of Kalani, with aggressive tactics, vigilance, commanding presence, and comms relay. Because if you have three command slots, you need to use all of them. Um, a B2 with a HA and a T-series. So basically the standard B2 loadout that you normally see. Um, points going up, be damned. Um, a B1 with an HQ uplink. Two B1s with E60R B1s. Two B1s with E5Cs. A Magna Guard with the RPS, Situational Awareness, and a Cobb's Jammer. A BX Strike Team. And two Dwarf Spider Droids with Attack Protocols, Nose Mounted Ion Blaster, and Link Targeting Array. He came in at 796 with 11 activations, so he uh, beat my modest bid of one point. Shocking. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so he took Blue Player. Um, we played a... I had a lot of fun in this game. Um, I am not upset. I did not win. Uh, spoilers. I did not win. We played a very close game. My A5 uh, saved pretty well when it a little bit above average, <laughs> especially early. But uh, he was still able to eye on it round one and keep it in my deployment zone. Um, so uh, we played hemmed in key positions and clear conditions. And essentially, I took the left side, the left deployment, 
And I basically pushed my AA5 almost as far to the side as I could, just as far away as I could. But he was able to place, he, he basically, I had already placed my AA5 and he hadn't placed either of his spiders. So he was able to just place his spiders right at the corner, right in front of it. So they were able to still move like a speed to move, just like kind of walk in and get the eye on turn one. And cause they had link targeting array because Kalani had a comms relay and direct with commanding presence. He's able to get orders on whatever he wants for the most part, even with just giving out one order. Um, Cause he had an HQ uplink for the B1. So he didn't have to direct them. He could direct anything with AI. Um, the, he played interestingly, and I didn't see this coming, but it was probably fine. He played the super tactical one pit uh, turn one. So basically, uh, if I had ordered anything except Operative Luke or R2 or the Commander, um, he was able to dump it back into my order pool um, and then force me to do whatever he wanted, whatever he wanted me to order that first pull. So um, I probably would. I was planning on ordering the AA5 with standing orders. And if he did not go with a spider first and eye on it, I was going to just double move the AA5 right in right into the spiders because the way it was deployed his spiders were kind of off to the side and there was a line of sight blocker that would have blocked the bus turn one from a few of those impact things because i read off the list but i didn't really focus on it he had a ton of impact like if i move the bus into like range four of his army it dies turn one like there's really no question all of that impact <laughs> like yeah the that's, that's kind of like even... the doomsday scenario for that coming in yeah, it's like it was going to be an uphill battle, um, but I wasn't able to move it turn one. So because uh, I didn't pull R2 soon enough to I didn't I pulled R2 before I pulled the uh, bus because I ordered Luke. I went with the I'll order my 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 big lightsaber guy. And, you know, I probably looking back, I probably should have ordered R2 uh, because then I could have just like at least pulled one eye on off and it would have been able to move later in the round. Um, and, you know if Luke doesn't doesn't disembark that turn or Luke has to sit in the bus, he probably is anyway. If it only moves once, that's fine. Um, R2 was able to pull two wounds off of it and then two more wounds the next round because, like, I think his spiders, like, I think it, the A5 took four damage, turn one and two ions, um, and it only took that damage because I think the first spider shot was, like, after the aim was, like, five crits or something after the impact. Yeah, he rolled really well, but the A5 only save three out of five or okay. something like that. So it's like the a five oversaved. And then the same thing, it's like the other spider attacks. And I think it did like four and the a five saved two, uh, saved two out of four. And then the following round, it was like the a five saved like two out of three and then like, and then one out of two. So it still took the ions, but it, uh, it only took like minimal damage. Um, I took care of the spider. The spiders were all gone by the start of round three. He was he used both of his one pips pretty quickly because he had mechanized incursion for his other one pip and he knew that the spiders were going to be dead so he basically wasn't going to be able to use it after round three because uh, the Wookies were trying to wear out the spiders and then Luke was at the start of turn three was basically able to disembark saber throw and finish one off so he kind of knew he was going to have to dump that one pip pretty quickly if he was going to get to use it um, but. Um, yeah, that's, I guess that's also like one of the really interesting things about, you know, that ion spider is 
you know, we've all we've been talking about how the ion really shuts down the droids and such shuts down vehicles, yeah. but it's also six dice that you're rolling defense against. So yeah. if your bus had just rolled, you know, average or even a slightly a slight tick below it, like that unit is gone in addition to being disabled. Yeah, I had to be like going in like I had like a game plan and I knew that like I was going to have to be very cautious with that A5 and like deploy it as far away as possible and then just aggressively move it. Like if I can double move it forward, I just double move it forward and it dies. And if he if he kills it with something in it, that thing gets to move and it has tenacity triggered because I had it was either going to be Wookiees or Luke. I put Luke in the bus. Um, uh, after that, though, uh, like I killed the spiders, but he had basically been able to move his army all to the center KP and was just surrounding it. Um, I was being very cautious about engaging those Magna Guards because if I got too close to them with the Wookiees or Luke, they were just going to tar pit them and give them a really hard time because they're immune to pierce. So I spent a lot of time trying to pick off the Magna Guards. The B2s were in a position to just basically like one-shot Rebel Troopers as they came around the corner. Um, I ended up playing up. I, we played up until turn five. Um, I chose not to engage Luke turn three, and I could have. Um I could have dove Luke into the center turn at the end of turn three, maybe chop up most of a B1 unit, but I instead uh, played a little more cautiously um, and I just moved him up so that I was able to burst of speed into what I wanted to the next round. Um, Luke, Luke survived into round five. Luke died round five and we called the game there because he still had, I had, I had lost a rebel trooper, Luke, um, the A5 had like one hit point left and it really, and it had the, the, uh, it was disabled V or yeah, disabled vehicle. So it couldn't go forward unless it spent all of its actions. And it basically like needed to go forward twice. It basically needed to move four times to score. Oof. So yeah, it wasn't, or three times and it, there just wasn't enough time. Um, there was, uh, it was a well-played game. I had a great time. Um, I'm not upset uh ion spiders are really good so looking back on the list that you brought um i know one of the things we talked about last week or the week before it's kind of mm -hmm. blend, blurred together was yeah. that you decided to drop the third wookie for a bus and now that we've kind of seen the matchups that you were potentially having and we've seen what the meta has shaken out to be yeah where do you feel about your decision to go with like a bus instead of the third wookie do you think that that's still the right call and it was just an unfortunate matchup or do you think that maybe the wookie should have been the better way around i mean i think in this matchup in particular the wookie would have been much better because the right. bus really didn't do anything for right. me it's like luke could have moved up on his own and like <laughs> the bus moved like twice <laughs> the whole game so and one of them was in garbage time like it was it was limping around on seven hip on seven damage and like it was like i mean he's got to shoot it one more time eventually right it's like yeah, and then he's totally. not shooting at luke <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely wish I had gone with the third Wookiee, but I was really uncomfortable with, um, like I was really, I was really uncomfortable with that list in a lot of ways. I felt like I was missing something like too many eggs in one basket kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like Luke, Luke is, uh, command is greedy with commands and, uh, having three Wookiees, like, you, you know, how often are you going to get to like, like. There's going to be a point where like you need to pull a Wookiee and you don't have an order on it and it's just going to get like it's going to be hanging out to dry. Um, the A5 can at least like, you know, put something inside of it, take pot shots at range four. It's still handing out aims. So but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, in this matchup, I definitely wish I'd probably had the three Wookiees, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um I I do not regret playing the game. I had a great time. Uh, ben, if you listen, I don't know if you did or do or not, but uh, I hope we get to play again in Invader League next year in single elims. Um, that'd be fun. Speaking of regret, um, let's talk about our, our local event from last weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Full disclosure, we had 20 players. so We did. I do not regret anything about that event. <laughs> it was a oh, great I, time. I don't regret um, going to the event. I regret yeah. um, bringing the the list that I did. Yes. We'll say that much. Um. <laughs> so I guess we'll just jump into it. So yeah. uh, Nick hosted a 20-person local Halloween event uh, last weekend, which was a blast. Um, everybody showed up. We had lots of lots of fun games. And then we even went out for pizzas, like a group of 16, to the disgust of the waitress that saw us filter in two by two and we started with a party of six then with a party of 16 and i think she got a little overwhelmed yeah probably <laughs> so we we threw a good tip out but um it was a good time i ended up playing uh, a new imperialist um that was basically two lists smashed into one so i could mm. see how the units work together uh, it was operative vader a fully loaded iden some naked core uh an inferno squad and an irg so, you know, 10 activations, uh, not really a lot of guns outside of the four units that I just name dropped. Um, and I ended up going one and two, unfortunately. Um, had some unfortunate variants um, throughout the day, we'll say. Uh, game one, Iden Inferno rolled a natty zero for 14 defensively, so I didn't really get to do a lot with them. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a dice game, but um, <laughs> yeah. I got to got to play a lot of operative Vader with some proxied into the fray, and it turns out that giving Vader like six surges, a dodge, and an extra attack die every turn is really good. So I, I look forward to experimenting with that further. Um, but I got to play some great opponents. Uh, game one, I played against a burst of speed palp, which was utterly terrifying because I kind of had like that's where I lost Iden and Inferno both on turn two when they got one shot by Shores and bosk which was weird yeah but i kind of <laughs> had the game back in hand and then all of a sudden turn five rolled around and my opponent played and now you will die and he started palpatine in his deployment zone at the start of turn five and at the end of turn five he was in my back lines and had killed 17 models adds up versus yeah. me baby <laughs> like i was like wow i thought i was hidden in cover but apparently i wasn't because he moved it. speed three twice and then we were there yeah so that was unfortunate. Yeah. And then I played back-to-back Dooku Grievous lists, which was not fun. Yeah, both both Separatist lists were Dooku Grievous. <laughs> both Separatist lists were Dooku Grievous, and yeah. both of them had Burst of Speed Dooku. Yeah, of course. I was able to to handle the first one decently enough, and then yeah. the second one I got I got uh, struck by the luck bug again. And, uh, yeah. we, it was pretty thematic, though. We, it was like turn five, uh, Dooku and... Or not Dooku uh grievous and vader were locked in like a lightsaber duel and the winner of that duel is going to win the game and uh it just didn't swing out my way so yeah i was yeah i was hovering over your 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 game one and three a lot and it was like i mean it was fun to watch that was a well-painted army by the way great job man yeah so i wasn't allowed to use my own imperial army because it looks like dog shit so i had to use nicks for the event so that that was not that was not the words i used at all but (laughs) Anyway, uh, no, it was fun. It's nice to yeah. play with a, a fully painted army that looks better than mine. 
<laughs> it was great. It was great having 20 people come out. I appreciate everybody who came out to play. Um, it was great to like see all these people I chat with online and like, you know, like we had a lot of people travel like from the Baltimore area, a few from um, upper PA area where like closer to where you're from. Um, but it was, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Everywhere from basically like Scranton, the Baltimore yeah. to Northern Virginia, which are yeah. quite a crowd. We did you could say it was a showcase event. It was, <laughs> um, anyway, so the, uh, the, we had, I think there were eight rebels, still the most rebels, um, six Imperials. I think there were four Republic and two separatists, something like that. Oh, that and I got them both. Sounds right. You did. Okay. Congratulations. I should have had a special prize for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, both lists that went undefeated took full advantage of the new erratas. Um, the first place winner with the highest strength of schedule was Ron Weisberg and his list. He was running uh Han with duck and cover and vigilance Chewie with offensive push and protector Sabine with situational awareness, combat shield, grappling line, dark saber, um, a naked rebel trooper, a Mark two blaster vets with a Comtech, situational awareness, recon Intel and HQ three commander strike teams with proton charge sabs and duck and cover and recon Intel and a T-47 with the Outer Rim Speeder Jockey, the Harpoon, and uh, that's it. And it was uh, it was quite a cool list to see. So many, I think round one, he played our buddy Lee, and it was, they played Bombing Run and Minefield <laughs> with yes. three sabs. At one yes. point, there were like, there was like two different bomb tokens, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, that mine hasn't gone off? He's like, no, that's a proton charge. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like there's just so many bombs on the table, but this was a really cool list. Um, he was really excited to like play Han with this, you know, the new steady keyword. Um, well, new for Han. Um, seems like a lot of Pierce, a lot of search crit, um, a lot. And then like a lot of just zoning things with proton charge sabs that now have cover three a lot of the time. So, uh, Yes. I mean, it's actually, that's pretty interesting. And yeah, one of my favorite little moments from that day is uh, Lee and I were talking about his game afterwards and Lee's a pretty, pretty good player. And he was like, yeah, I, I had my saber tank out there and I was like ready to wipe out his, his units, but he played reckless diversion and I had never yeah. seen the card before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know I had to just gone. Yeah. Sitting out there and he was like in heavy cover and I could get anything through. And I was like, I, I just didn't realize that that was a thing. Yeah. And that's, had, that's going to yeah. be fun. That's going to be fun from my perspective, at least, to watch a lot of players like yeah. start to see Han and his cards and his tricks again. Yeah. Because if you, if you join the game in like the Clone Wars stage or even the the tail end of the the GCW only era, yeah, like Han see wasn't seeing the table, so nope. there's a lot of people that just have never seen him before. Yeah, and Han's got so Han and Chewie together have some really cool tricks. Um, it was it was just like it, it was just awesome to see like a list like that. Chewie being able to guardian whatever he wants. That's it's just so strong. Um, I can't, it's like, I can't wait to like play more lists like that. And then our other, our other three O list was an Imperial list with a operative Vader. It was an officer with improvised orders, electro binoculars, Vader with saber throw force, push tenacity and seize the initiative, a couple do backs. And then like a, uh, stormtrooper, snowtrooper mix of core with, a. A bunch of uh, personnel and DLTs and ions. So the ions seem like a good call because there are still a lot of vehicles on the tables. Um, 
and the Dubak Riders had Endurance, Comms Jammer, and T21s. So See, kids, uh, this is what happens when you run Operative Vader with a list that's actually focused on him and not 16 yeah. other pieces. It wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think he took C's just so that he could like uh, play new ways to motivate them and still have an order on Vader that turn. Um, and just like trip, three move dewbacks are really good. Like I've played it before on TTS. It's really good. Yeah, that's that's a neat way to, to um, yeah. it's a little bit cheaper than paying for an uplink on one of the dewbacks. Yep. And it gives you a little bit more flexibility to because uh, he probably had coordinated fire in his list as well. Um, um, if he had a lot of heavy weapons on his core, so I'd be surprised yeah. if he didn't have that in there to take advantage of the units that he did bring. No, he had all of Vader's cards. All of Vader's cards? Okay. Took all of Vader's cards. All right. Yeah, it's a Vader list, so I guess like you'd take all of Vader's cards. Um, Vader. It's like you when you have those dewbacks getting in there with Vader, because like, you know, new ways to motivate them, dewbacks can move three times. <laughs> they, you know, at speed at speed two. So yeah, speed it's two. like they're going to go, they're going to get in there really quickly. And then Vader is able to also get in there really quickly now that he's speed two. And he, I, I'm not sure I didn't really watch any of these games. I'm not sure if he infiltrated Vader or if he reliable Vader. So we'll, uh, but congratulations to you. Uh, I'm, it just like gets me excited. These are all the units like I'm excited to play like Vader. I have some do backs that like I'm going to paint one day very soon. So we want to talk about our uh, our feelings on the ROG a couple weeks down the line now? Absolutely. All right. I'm going to start with Empire. Or do you want to give them a little breather since we just talked about them? Yeah, let's go. Let's let's go to like, let's go to those Clone Wars factions. Clone Wars factions? All right. Let's go. Let's start with CIS. I don't really feel like anything's changed when I see them across the table. If anything, they're just taking some extra upgrades because they don't need to bid anymore. Yeah. Um, I think they're like their changes are coming with the release of these new products because like like I said in my game with Ben, like that was those ion spiders are really good. I was not very high on Kalani before. Um, just because like I feel like you want Kraken, but like after seeing what he was able to do with orders, having all three of those command slots, like Kalani's like a super a super jacked up T series. Well, it's you a super just, tactical droid. Yeah, well, it, uh, I guess. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm now looking at like, and I, I did actually, I did actually get to paint a super tactical droid for somebody. Yeah, that's me. S- somebody got one early. Um, I did get to paint a Kraken themed one. It looks really good. Um, I'm excited to see it on a table across from me and I'll crush it with something. I will play this Saturday. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually looking at like, I'm probably going to get, two super tactical droids because I want to have a Kalani and a Kraken now. Like um, spider droids are going to open things up pretty good for them. They're a nice like mix of like, they're almost like an ATR team, but they can also explode in your face if you're not careful. Um, I feel like, yeah, I do feel like CIS didn't really change with the errata, but I think a lot of their changes are coming with uh, Magna Guard, super tactical droids and spider droids. And I haven't even looked at the NR99 yet. No, I haven't seen a lot of, and especially yeah. once we learned that its base is a different size, I saw yeah. even less people talking about proxying it and just kind of yeah. waiting until it does come. We need that base size. Yeah, we do. Like, We've seen I, some pictures, so we can we can figure it out, but we need to actually see it on the table. I'm sure, has T, I wonder, it's, all, it's in TTS. Yes, but it's in, on TTS on the AA5 and Gav Tank base because I imagine uh, that's we probably, were unaware that they were different. Yeah, 
I imagine that's like probably on the docket of things to update soon, though, and that's probably not a super hard fix for them. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not very like coding savvy. That's your yeah. That's your arena anyway. The TTS thing. You're the TTS guy here. No, oh, I wouldn't say that much. But anyway, well, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the only like really difference I've seen with CIS is I feel like um, more people are taking B1 heavies because they're the same cost as they were before, but the naked B ones went up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your unit's cheaper, you may as well take it. You know, 14 points for an E5C or 15 seems seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, it's either your unit went up two points or you just take heavies and then it stayed the same. Right. So I like how they did that. I said that I'm like, I'm a fan of that tweak. I still, yeah. Um, I still, A AATs are still really good. <laughs> They're still yeah. really good. Five yeah. points isn't a huge cut there. They just no. bid 14 instead of 24. <laughs> so it's it's fine. <laughs> um republic though uh that's some there's some big changes there yeah so we didn't see any like rex star or primarily rex gun lines uh at our last event and correct even as we're seeing like some people start to list build around the area um it's not really something that we're seeing we're seeing a lot more um like well it's kind of become a wookie faction it's <laughs> yeah. kind of weird yeah um i think I think we, like I said, I think we had four Republic. Um, two of them were Yoda. Two of them were proxying slash playing Yoda. Um, with one of them was a, a Wookiee skew, and it was just like three Wookiees and Padme and Yoda. And it was like, uh, basically like, this is how we stand by share now because we still stand by share. It's just, we do it differently now. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing I wanted to talk about with Gar is weirdly, as the changes have come in, we're starting to see more standby sharing again. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going full, full vicious cycle here and going back yeah. to where we were because, you Keep know, you're sure. losing your, your raw ability to yeah. just be the most efficient army with all the token sharing. So now if you just bypass that via exemplar, we're creating this little standby castle like we had before and exemplar is range two. So once again, we're back to the, you need to be within range five to shoot it off or have something that's like unlimited range. If you can even see the unit that's taking the standby behind the wall. Yeah. Luckily, um, you can't spam them as much. Good. You know, you're kind of capped out at two to three a turn. Uh, two if you're going to use Yoda's thing, or yeah. three if you're going to do uh, Yoda's thing plus Padme. Yeah. Um, I definitely think we're going to see uh, a lot of barks going forward, too. Uh, kind of like, I think people have kind of gotten on the train uh, with Keegan, and they're like, you know, taking barks instead of strike teams since strike teams got nerfed and. They're not nearly as effective as they were. Um, They're kind of shit. They feel like it on paper. I haven't like like I we haven't seen. There's not there's not enough data or something. There's a lot of there's a lot of TTS data out there already. Sure, Uh, since that's my realm. That's your realm. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen a lot of Echo Strike teams though. Um, We kind of mentioned uh, briefly when we were talking about the changes that if you're going to do something like a double bark like single arc trooper um to do the echo one and he's almost like a mini operative yeah because you're investing so many points and now he's got three health and he did keep his critical one that's a big thing he kept his critical because only the dc 15x lost the uh the critical the sniper mini so we've seen a lot of him we've seen a lot of wookies a lot of standby sharing do you think gar's in a good spot or do you think it's a different spot does it feel like a negative because i feel like they're definitely going to have lists that are going to be able to compete at higher levels uh they might it might only be a couple 
it might only be one or two archetypes. We'll see. Um, I'm optimistic that there's a few things. I do think that like the traditional like Rex gunline deal is probably not that good, but like uh, I see like I I put to, like I mean you could still put together like double clone commander spammy lists. They seem okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like you're going to be leaning into like Exemplar or Yoda or Wookiees or, or Barks or a, combina- a combination of two of them. Yeah, it's it's arguable that the clones are going to be more of the uh, like the niche piece. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say the filler because they're definitely not the filler, but I don't think they're going to be the focus anymore. They'll be more of the supporting acts. Um, yeah. And I know you'll say like, oh, well, you're just going to use them the fire support things. Well, I'm, I'm considering that to be a support act like. Yeah, you know, they're fire supporting the Wookiees or the the Fluttercraft, et cetera, the ISP. Yeah, I mean, I think it could like maybe list building for Republic is not going to look unlike list building has for Rebels for a long time. Um, where How many like Wookiees you're focusing can I shove into a list, <laughs> or like focusing on a couple characters, or like you know, Anakin got Anakin got much better, and Exemplar is definitely better now that you can't uh, you can't share infinite clone tokens. So it's like Anakin Padme. Um, and then you can fit barks in. You can take some Wookiees, probably. Anakin's kind of expensive, but you like can do I said, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some. There's going to be some things out there. The faction's not dead, um, and that's what I said. I think that like maybe gun lines are in that faction. Uh, maybe we won't see many clone heavies in the core for a while. Like you might see a lot of lists with only three naked phase ones, or like maybe just fives, or like an RPS somewhere. Yeah, you're, you'll probably see like two Z6 or like a Z6 RPS, you know, yeah. something something to trigger the fire support from, but it's yeah. it's not going to be that spammable. Here's five of my Z6s and a fives. And maybe we'll see that phase twos do need to come down a little bit because like I, I'm, I'm not I'm not convinced they still bring a lot to the table for what they cost. The problem is everything is really expensive, so you can't take everything. I get it, but we'll see i don't think the faction's dead by any means or no it's it. just it's shifted along the rulers 15 degrees yeah <laughs> it, it's but, definitely come yeah. down in power level because it's it's lost it's it's it, boogeyman it's it i mean rex star is gone yeah it needed to um it, it may have gotten hit too hard but we'll see but um i'm definitely optimistic and like the it, the list that i'm seeing people play are like at least like interesting if not like standby sharing again <laughs> Yeah, I'm not thrilled about that aspect as yeah. somebody who's played a lot of standby sharing. It's true. Standby sharing has returned. <laughs> I'll have to find a way to work that into the title. <laughs> no, but I'm excited. And it Somehow. one of the one of the knocks that's been levied at clone players for a long time is that, well, you just play one thing. Like it's boring. You're just playing Rex and you're just playing clone gunline. And they were like, No, we're not. It's just really good and we don't really have a lot of other options. And after this change, um, you know, with other stuff getting cheaper and the Wookiees and Yoda coming out and the clones getting worse, now they have options. And at least from the local events we're seeing and some of the lists that we saw for Invader League and in, and just, you know, the knockaround games now, they're experimenting. So, yeah, we're going to get some different scenarios. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the triple Fluttercraft yet and just do like an alpha strike with the fire support. So I'm curious to see if that holds up or if it's more of a meme. I haven't seen any of that. Um, I'm excited to try some like fire support focus list when I get an infantry support platform painted up and have some free time to get some games in with it in that faction that I very often don't play. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely buying one. It's a really cool model. And, you know, fire we support, saw, everything. We saw some pretty cool, uh, I think it was the German paint jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a bar. 
to to meet, right? That's basically. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I mean, yeah. if you want to, I'm not getting one, so it's it's yeah, up to you. I, it looked nice. I don't know how I'm going to paint mine. I still have to paint my barks. We'll get I think there. it's an expensive model, so I don't really want it to sit on my shelf for the. For I'm the getting one for it now. I'm getting one. Yeah, it's like sixty dollars, I think. Um, but exciting. Um, Jump into rebels. Absolutely. And actually, I do want to take a quick little breather here because we forgot to add this to the show notes. But um, on the Facebooks today, uh, AMG or somebody leaked a Ooh, yeah. uh, a skirmish um, organized play kit, yeah. like for local stores to buy and distribute for a, a skirmish league. Yep. And or you can use kit, it for any tournament. Or any tournament. People will do. Yep. Or I'll find one on eBay and buy it for the command cards because yeah. there are 12 alternate art command cards in there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of Dooku's, Leia's, Kenobi's? Veers, Veers and Rex. Veers and Rex, um, are they're getting yeah. full full art reworks. And they, look, they look gorgeous. Except, except Call Me Captain does not look gorgeous. Nick doesn't like Call Me Captain. I don't like no. I well, I don't. But the all right. So the art, the art on these is really cool. But like, I don't, I don't like my my Rex does not look like Tamara Morrison yet. It's not him. It's still uh, the guy D Bradley Baker who did him in the series. It doesn't look like that. They try to make him look like Django Fett. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, uh, so this I'm is excited. Like, yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah. Like we were we were talking about last week, um, AMG giving us all that prize support for packs. Like we said, maybe this is a sign that they're waking up and that you know they took their time. Yeah. They're getting their yeah. stuff together. They're fixing their shipping issues. Hopefully, yeah. but this is just more more steps in the right direction. Yeah, they announced these at Mini Stravaganza that there was at least two kits on the way, and there's like a. One that's themed around a Dianoga, which is exciting. <laughs> this is cool, though, because there's also uh, full art, Arc Troopers and Clan Ren, or maybe it's Mandalorian Resistance. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't, can't tell. It's tough, it's tough to make yeah. out from the leak. Um, uh, that's It's funny that it's Arcs because they are under they're they're on fire right now it also includes skirmish cards which is great there was a kit that went around that had those a while ago and nobody got it so oh was there able to get it yeah it went out like i just have printout i just have like printouts of mine yeah everybody yeah i have some printed somebody printed me some and laminated them for me um yeah there was a kit that had them and it had like a couple sets of them like each uh but like it was like they've always notoriously been bad. Asmodee has been notoriously bad at distributing these things. And like very often units will like kits will just not see certain stores. And like, you know, like my local store before the pandemic never got any of the kits with dice in it at all. And then we went to showcase and they just had one sitting there like (laughs) a couple months ago. They were just like, Oh, we have this. I'm like, yeah, let's use this. But yeah, these are, these are pretty sweet. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, um i hopefully we can get some locally so that we can give out some cool like it's like man we're like we are still distributing like the old prizes like it's like hey guys just take these <laughs> maybe we can just bug lj yeah right <laughs> um back into yeah our our discussion then yes I, uh, I don't know why i remember that but i'm glad that i did rebels they kind of feel the same except we're seeing a little bit more han and less yeah AA5. that's exciting yeah i'm probably i'm probably putting the a5 on the shelf for a while is like i'll still dabble in rebels but the a5 will probably leave the bag just because it's like a little bit especially with the list i want to run 
like with like Han and all the characters, because like, I can't worry about when that bus is going to activate and get me my tactician. Like, mm-hmm. I do think you'll probably see an uptick in a T47 usage again. Um, not that it's dropped by any means, but I think a lot of players who are doing like double bus will probably shift towards, you know, if they, if they did the double bus, cause they like the armor, they're going to shift to double T47. Cause it's really not that much more expensive. <laughs> it's not <laughs> right. Like you yeah. saw, uh, you saw Orc take SoCal with triple Wookiee double T forty seven. It's very viable. You saw double T forty seven win um, Dallas Open, right? Is that the one I went to? Did I get a Dallas or Lone Star? Lone Star. It won Lone Star Open. Lone Star. There's a lot of whiskey involved there. I couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so I think you'll see, and like the players that were doing single bus, single T forty seven, will probably experiment with it as well because they still give the necessary you know, buffs to the Wookiees, you know, because you have something that needs to be focused or Definitely. or you just lose. Definitely. And R2 going up has essentially just eliminated the Rebel bid, but Rebels don't need to bid because more than any other faction, arguably, they can play everything. Yeah, um, you're still going to see Wookiees everywhere because they didn't get touched at all, and they're still really good. Which feels dumb to me. I feel like they should have at least gone up to, to even, it's what, 69 points for the old Wookiees and 72 for the new long-range ones? Yeah. I do think that they should both be 72. Probably. But say la vie. Um, yeah, I'm looking at like, it's like Han. Han seems really good with both the, the, the low profile fix, new low profile and steady. Um, Han looks like he's going to fit. Like I predicted, he's probably going to fit right into that. Like Cassian, like Lando, he's going to actually compete for time. And he probably might like see most of the time at those spots. He's arguably a side grade now, which is, which is good. You know, you could take Mm -hmm. Lando, Cassian, Han for all about the same price point and get similar levels of value just in different aspects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think Sabine's going to come back a little bit more? Uh, double gunslinger list baby yeah why attack twice when you can attack four times with your characters basically and in in a burst of speed meta with magnus running around she has the range pierce to deal with some of the magnus because they're not pierce immune from range attacks yeah and she's got the whip cord for like vader and stuff so that was exactly my focus in my vader game was that like if i can kill these magnus off with pierce before they get into melee like that's what i need to do um and like yeah yeah i played against a, a magna list on saturday um one of the Duke of Grievous had a magnet in it and I just took sniper shots and yep. some Inferno chips Warm at them. And all of a sudden they were down the one model because they just melt. Just yep. say, it's just a regular red save if you're shooting them with snipers. And I think that's really good. Like they're still a really good unit, but they have that huge weakness. It's not mm-hmm. huge, but it's, it's a weakness and that's very good. I think that's fine. Uh, it's like the old school boss shooting at the IRG. You don't yeah. want him. You don't want them getting shot by him. Yep. Um, but yeah, I definitely could see Sabine in these lists more. Um, Search, crit, uh, gunslinger, Pierce. That's like mm, so good. That's real so good. good. So good. Final, final thing here. Do we want to talk about uh, Empire a little bit? Because they obviously had most of the changes. Yes. And I've actually been able to play uh, what, five or six games now with, with Empire post-change. So I feel like I can actually have some some platform to stand on to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing I want to mention is I think Palpatine might have a better ceiling than Vader. Like all the talk when Burst of Speed dropped is that Vader was going to take over, and especially with these changes for Empire. Um, 
with all of the cuts, like IRG going down, Palpatine going down, the Electra Staff going down, and then Burst of Speed coming out, Palp already didn't take a third Force Power, and now it just goes right onto him. And that that and now you will die turn when you can get anywhere you want to is just utterly devastating. Yeah. And there's really no way to play around it um, unless you throw yeah. your own focus piece into melee with him. Yeah, it's basically happening. Yeah, and you just have to hope that your dice hold out or you've killed enough that it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I worry that like you don't have an answer for, like you said, like another melee unit that comes and just tar pits him, and then it's like you trade you trade Palp for Vader, or you trade Palp for Op Luke, and that's might be it might turn out to be okay, but that's usually a loss for the Empire player, though. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the only problem because Palpatine is so far in your back line that by the time that other melee unit gets to you and you trade, he probably lost something else on the way in. Yeah. Uh, Death Troopers. We talked a little bit before that we thought maybe the, what do they get? Like a 13 point price cut? I think they drop five and their config is free. Or they drop three. Uh, three or but, four and then the config's free. Yeah, they went down do we, like 10, 12 points. Do we think there's anything to them? Or did Inferno dropping to 88 just kill any chance of them seeing the table still? I think that is, I think that is the, uh, I think that is the, I think that is why they won't see the table a lot still think you'll see them in list because they're a cool like they're a cool looking unit and people want to play them and like when i talk to like locals who want to play the game or like they you know or they're imperial players and like oh do you think death troopers are good now because i want to play death troopers like i think they're fine like i think you can take one i don't think you'll be unhappy they're just really they're really sad when there's a pierce unit on the table that, that's what i was about to say if inferno you're talking just like single unit i think inferno is just a way better choice yeah because it's like 20 points less still yeah but I actually do think that in that Iden 333 build that we've seen a lot, um, with the shore prices coming down, and with Inferno dropping so much that you can fit Inferno, an ISF, and a Death Trooper in for the tax strike, um, you, you might yeah. actually see more Death Troopers with Iden than you do with anyone else because yeah. they do kind of fit into that. Yeah, I tried. I played a uh, one of the the one game I played in real life the last couple weeks was a. Uh, I played a callous Iden list and I tried to fit a death trooper in there. Uh, but like, I really couldn't fit it with what I was bringing. Um, Cause that would have been a really cool tactical strike, but uh, I didn't do that. So, but it is something that like, I just finished up some death troopers. So I definitely want to, I definitely want to do that for sure. And Inferno is just bargain bin at 88. Like that's so good. Yeah, they were already money. arguably better than the ISF before. And now for like yeah. 10 points less. Yeah. They're money. I'm actually think... gonna I'm gonna be experimenting with them without Aiden just because they're only five points more than the T twenty one shore. Yeah. They're Which cheaper crazy. than the, they're cheaper than the generic ISF now, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, by like almost like almost like, ten points, yeah. Yeah. It's it's real good. <laughs> this real aggressive is real aggressive. Um and I think you're gonna see like I keep like I think you're gonna see if you don't wanna take I uh, uh Inferno, like you, I think you're going to see like uh, Gideon in a lot of lists, and you're going to see Dell here and there, like in. Core. I, I think Dell in a T20 or Dell in a Shore Squad is actually really legit if you need to save a couple yeah. points because they're still the going to get their aims and they'll get yeah. lethal that way. Yeah, they're going to miss the critical, but like it becomes it, a different unit at that point for sure. It's more of your range three hammer 
because I think they yeah. hit as hard as Death Troopers with a name token, especially if yep. they're going to have the Pierce one. Yep. Uh, and to me, at least, Op Vader is the clear choice. When we were talking before about all the Vader buffs, um, we were still operating under the just Commander Vader was getting changes. And now that we know that Operative Vader got all these buffs as well, and we've seen him in action and he's 20 points less, I, I think he's going to be the clear competitive Vader going forward. I I don't think Commander Vader is poor by any means, but he's going to require more of a specific build to take advantage of the changes that yeah. he has. Where Op Vader is more that Swiss Army knife that can fit into really anything. Yeah. So cheap. Yeah, Commander Vader has one really good trick, and I said it's like he's going to have that one really good thing he does, and he's going to be able to burst speed and get in there and disrupt, and like Compel Core is really good. Like you're going to be able to march your, your gun line if they're taking shots at them. They're going to basically just be able to walk forward and ignore your suppression, basically. Um, but yeah, I think Operative Vader, just like he uh, he opens up so much, and like he's a lot, he's a little bit cheaper, and... He doesn't need he doesn't need burst of speed because he's speed two. Yeah, he doesn't come with any downside essentially. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. Commander Vader still has the speed one. Yeah, and, and then it's like after he bursts of speed, he's standing there. So you have to have a plan for that. Well, well to wrap us up, do you want a quick hit and just kind of talk about what list you're gonna be working on moving forward? We both have a little bit of time till our next tournaments. Yeah. I've got a month till PAX, and I don't think either of us are really playing until then until lbo right i have no idea when the next i guess like the next team league or the next invader league uh, so i have plenty of time to explore everything that i want to um i was like i'm between i'm like in between making lists like i was yesterday i was making imperial list this morning <laughs> i was making rebel list um i made uh i'm really i'm really interested in han obviously um but I'm like, I don't want to quit Operative Luke because of Burst of Speed. So I'm looking at like, let's make Flyboys 2.0. So I made a list this morning while I was at work and I sent it to you. Um, it was basically the list that I uh, I played it a few times a couple months ago, right after Lando came out, before the A5 came out. And I basically just put Han in instead of Lando. Um, so uh, I think it's better. Uh, I lose contingencies. Lando is really good for contingencies, but this Luke has barrier instead of a saber throw. There's a Chewy, and now Chewy has protector. Um, I have two copies of Vigilance because I'm taking an officer. Um, and I have a, a Bowcaster Wookiee with tenacity and offensive push, a couple strike teams, and three rebels. Um, I'm really excited to get that on the table uh, maybe this week. Unless I like decide to keep exploring Imperials, who knows? I still got to get Vader on the table myself. How about you, Mike? Yeah, so I mentioned that I wanted to, to play some more Vader, so I was just quickly building the list so that I don't read it wrong for this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided to drop... I'm going to drop Aiden from the, the Smorgasburg I played last week because I've, I've learned enough, and she's too variant heavy for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with a 10 activation Vader list, and I think you and I are probably going to use this on Saturday. But I'm going to play an Imperial Officer with Electro yes. Binoculars, Operative Vader with Choke, Push, Tenacity, and Into the Fray, two T21B Shores, two Mortars, a T21 Storm, ISF with Dell, Gideon, well, Inferno with Dell, Gideon, OP, and Recon Intel, an IRG with the Staff, Into the Fray, and Environmental Gear, and a Sniper. So I'm still getting three core. I'm getting essentially five heavy weapons plus Vader, and... 
like the orders don't really matter. My biggest decision is going to be, do I play darkness descends or coordinated fire? So yeah. that'll be a fun one. It's going to be a puzzle. <laughs> I'm going to have to, there's a lot of benefits to both. And there's a lot of downsides to both as well in terms of order control, because one gives me orders on the pieces that I need. And mm-hmm. one gives it to literally everything but him, especially with the coordinate that or coordinate that um, Inferno squad has. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be fun. Right now I'm leaning coordinated fire, but sure. Into the fray is really, really good. As far as like Imperials go though, um, like I played Iden Callus and I still want to experiment with that a little bit because like I a lot of people close to me tell me that Callus is terrible and I don't think he's terrible. I think he's fine. I think there are lists. I'm gonna make it work, maybe. Or I'm I know fine. I'm one of the people and it's mediocre, not terrible. Mm, the other people say it's terrible. Other people on uh other podcasts. <laughs> Could you say they're they're taking stab wounds at him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm really excited to like keep continuing experimenting with like Aiden and Callus together, or Callus and somebody together. Contingencies is really good if you have if you have a lot of characters or you have a lot of command cards. Like I um I tried to, I actually tried to fit Callus into this. Um yeah. and you can do it, but you run him naked and it basically costs you a heavy weapon. So I just yeah. I don't think it works in this specific yeah. scenario. I would basically have to turn Inferno into Callus, and I, I want to play around, but I think an eighty-eight point Inferno, uh, well, ninety-four point Inferno here is just better than Callus. Yep, I, I you want you want to take advantage of that bow rifle that's a lot cheaper. He has tactical. He has sharpshooter. Like the game I played the other night, like he hit like a wet noodle, <laughs> but he, he, right. He charged. I, right. It's, it's the, oh, man, the, uh, the play of the game though, turn two, we were, we played advanced positions and grievous like charged toward the middle of the board at the end of one. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bamboozle this guy, this grievous, and I'm going to play face me and I'm going to win priority and I'm going to shut down training your Jedi arts. Sure enough. I did. I ran into Grievous with because I hit offensive push. I had three aims, two dodges. I smacked Grievous in the head. I only got a hit and two crits with three aims. I was incredibly sad. And uh, sure enough, I I knew that Callus would die if I charged Grievous. It probably would not happen that round, but it would happen the next round. And that is exactly what happened. But Callus just did not do enough damage. And I don't think that's on Callus. I think that's on my dice variants. Um, it was a lot of fun though, being able to just like shut down Grievous's one pip and like, be like, Oh no, you only get to hit Callus now. And now you're sad, but uh, I'm excited to keep experimenting. Yeah. Well, um, turn zero list has resumed. Um, so Keegan's been banging them out. We've got a lot of interviews in the tank and we're back to dropping them on regular basis now that we have new points. So if you guys are interested, please feel free to reach out to any of us here on discord, on Facebook, um, on Instagram, I think Keegan has a six up Instagram. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe. There's definitely a six up Instagram. Yeah, but that's about it. See you all at PAX.